You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Happy Friday from Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com. It's time for your Weekly Wrap-Up here on August the 7th, 2020. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us, as usual, this fine summer Friday is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. A very, very incredible week so far. Huge, huge things happening in silver here. We're going to get it really deep into it and try to uh, let people know where this thing goes, and it is not going to be small. I agree. All right, we have some very interesting times ahead, a lot of stuff to discuss, and we are going to talk a lot about silver today, and we're going to focus on silver this month with our Ask the Experts segment, too. You know, once a month, we bring in an industry expert, and we ask him your questions. This month, the expert will be David Morgan of the Morgan Report. David's devoted basically his whole life to following silver. So as you might imagine, uh, he'll, he'll have some strong opinions and some excellent insights. If you have questions for David, we'll record that in about two weeks. Send them to us at the word submissions at SprottMoney.com. Uh, Eric, it has been some kind of week. Silver's up. About $3.50 as we speak on the week. Gold's up about $70. Some of the mining shares are kind of lagging here as we come to the end of earnings season. So I'd like you to talk about that too. But overall, what are your impressions about where we stand here this morning? Sure. Well, maybe I can just dismiss with the economy. I normally talk about the economy. We had a jobs number today, 1.7 million. Uh, we had initial claims, 1.1 or 2 million. That, that's almost like a soft. The jobs numbers are not strong, okay? That's all I can say. And we have an economy that the V is getting a little wobbly on the right-hand side. So enough said on that. Uh, Let's deal with the most important data that we had last week. Unfortunately for our listeners, this data came out at 3.30 in the afternoon on Friday, and it was the Commitment of Traders report that basically suggested that uh, the commercials were buyers of gold and silver at nice, big, fat losses for the first time ever in probably 35 years. And they still have a major uh, short position. One of the uh, guys I read, he he describes it as an event that has happened never times before. (laughs) Like it never happened before that this is going on. And I want to talk to uh, where we find ourselves now in the silver market. A lot of people don't believe in manipulation, but there's been all sorts of evidence. And then we got Department of Justice with their RICO inquiry, the J.P. Morgan and precious metals. Yep. There's all sorts of evidence suggesting that the commercial banks and the central banks lean in on the paper derivatives market. And so much so that you know, we have a short position of uh, over a billion ounces today, okay? Outstanding open interest in silver of over a billion ounces. We mine nine, about 900 million. Um, only a part of that is supposed to go to investment. Mm-hmm. Most of it's supposed to go to industrials. These guys that are trading the derivatives, it's all investment, okay? They're not doing anything for anybody physical that needs it for industry. And they're basically hung up here. And the one feature that I want to go to is when a group of uh, uh, players acting in concert has been the seller for 35 years, and all of a sudden they realize, 
oh my God, the game has changed because people are demanding physical. As an example, uh, the ETS, I think yesterday, added 6 million ounces of silver. The ETS alone. We only mine 2.5 million ounces a day. And it's supposed to be used for industry. Uh, the, uh, the demands on COMEX go up almost every day for physical. Yep. So these guys were, were not expecting to have to deliver physical metal. But they're short. And isn't it interesting that when someone who's been suppressing the price all this time, he has to become the buyer who's the seller. Right. There's no seller left. The seller was the bank. The seller's you who's trying to buy it. Am I surprised to see that silver has had uh, two days that almost went up to $2 this week each day and another one a dollar? No, I am not surprised, okay? In fact, in my own account uh, on Monday, uh, and I actually was taking advice or following Ted Butler. Ted Butler said that on uh, Friday when he read it, he went in and bought out-of-the-money uh, calls on the SLV. Well, I went in and bought out-of-the-money calls on the SLV on Monday morning. And the people that understand it, of whom there's very few, so for example, the people got to understand what's been going on, Ted Butler understands what's going on, Andrew McGuire, yourself, myself, Another fellow I'm going to talk to later, Alistair McLeod, knows what's going on. And so there's not many people are like, well, you know, they're buying it because of negative interest. Yeah, that's all fine. Okay. We have a situation in silver like we had in oil not that long ago where some guys caught people going the wrong way. Okay. Yep. Now it's, it's in reverse. We have a bunch of silver shorts going the wrong way. And I suspect that some of the people that were in the cabal are now on the other side of the action. And they're also buying. You know, when, when, when these commercial people know that they got somebody, man, they just lay the lumber on them. Okay? Yeah. And I think you're going to see dramatic things happening. And, and let's just go to the extent of what could happen in silver. I've mentioned many times before a group called the Technical Traders, Christopher Mullen. Yep. And... Uh, he wrote something that was sent to me on Monday or over the weekend, I guess. And I'm paraphrasing now. Uh, but uh, he suggested that sort of beginning, I guess, on the Friday, starting last Friday, uh, that in the next 30 plus days, that silver would go to 33 to $35. Hmm. Now, here we have, we have a little, now we have a week under our belt. Gee, that looked like a pretty damn good projection, didn't it? <laughs> He's pretty we're good half, at what he we're does. more than halfway there. We're more than halfway there already. And he suggested that gold's going to go to $2,300. But he said, it doesn't end there. He said, our target for gold is $3,350. Just remember this, folks. $3,350. World changing. Yeah. And his target for silver is seventy-five to eighty-five. World changing. And this is going to happen before the end of twenty. Now get your head into it wow. before the end of 2020. Imagine these price levels and what was likely to happen. Now, uh, what, and I, I'm going to go to a fundamental thing for silver, okay? You know and I know that silver typically in its five or 6,000-year history traded 15, 16 to 1 to gold. 
We're in the mid-70s now. We were at 125 on March 23rd, the bottom of, of the silver price. Uh, why? I think it's going back to 15 to 1. Why do I think it's going back to 15 to 1? As Keith Newmeyer says, the production of silver 8 to 1. In the grounds uh, mineralogy, it's 12 to 1. Yeah. Uh, the buying of silver coins versus gold coins. Uh, would suggest like the dollar is going into silver versus into gold. It's probably like five to one. Yeah. Today. You can't go five to one when it, the, the values are 77 to one. Okay. Now, in terms of the 15 to one, I want people to think about this. One of the, one of the ways that you make a lot of money, and which is something that, that I have done, you see the picture ahead of time and you react to it. And, and what I'm going to suggest is with gold at 2000 that says the price of silver should be $166. Okay, let's just go with it, okay? Imagine, and you say, well, that's ridiculous. It might be ridiculous, but what if you miss it? And what's the upside? And did you right. pay anything for it? Did you pay Did you pay a dollar for this? No, you didn't. You, you're not paying anything. The stock market has not nearly adapted to this. Look at, for example, I was going to discuss Discovery Mines later, but I'll do it now. There's a company that says they have a billion ounces of silver resources. And the price of silver goes up like five bucks this week. So he's got $5 billion more of yeah. value. Yeah. And, that, and his market cap's under $500 million, and it hardly did anything this week. Right. You're not paying for this. You're not paying. How about $166? That's $166 billion. Are you paying anything for this when his market cap is under 500? Yeah. No, you are not. It doesn't matter whether the 166 is right or not, although it's more likely to be right. Because you're not paying for it yet. You didn't even pay for the increase in the price of silver this week. Nobody's paying for the increase in price of gold this week. Stocks have been, been sort of non-performers. Anyway, I just think we're going to go back to 15 to 1. If the price of gold is uh, 3300 uh, what's that? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred. Put that in your pipe and yeah. check it out and see how you could make a life-changing difference to your financial well-being going forward. So it, to me, it's all—it's all about silver. Okay, and I said it last. I said it so many times lately, and I think these silver stocks are going to go crazy. And what Eric referenced, the Commitment of Traders Report, it's a summary report comes out late every Friday from day to take it on Tuesday, of course, so it's already three days old, so you can't really trade off of it. But it gives you some idea of where the speculators are and where the banks are. And last week, with price up $2.74 during the reporting week, the banks that are listed as commercials in the kind of combined report bought, went long, 6,000 contracts and covered 8,200 shorts. That's the thing. You can find that at cftc.gov. Eric, on the shares though, a lot of <clears throat> frustration and grinding of teeth uh, because the shares are still, I, it, to me, it almost seems like nobody's buying it. They're still just like a, a, a finite pool of money in the shares and people come in, they see the earnings and they go back out and then they come back in when the earnings are pending again. I, I mean, at some point we've got to get kind of a speculative interest to really start flowing in. I don't think we're seeing it yet. People can't stand making money. You know, they, somebody's up 50%. They think it's, you know, it's the world. You know, it's not the world. Okay. 
when uh, the gold stocks went up in uh, 2000 to 2011, it went up 1,700%. Yep. 1,700%. When you're making 50, man, you're making nothing. Right. What can happen here? We've already seen stocks that have gone up 500 and 1,000%. And, yeah, I guess a lot of guys are tempted to sell them because they're, they're in the chips here. But when you look at the economic proposition in front of you, you realize – Oh my God! What? There's a lot more upside here. Yeah, yeah. I I put a kind of blind bids for about seven silver stocks yesterday. Some of them I've never even heard of before, but they had silver, and they were trading at garbage market caps. And I said, "Fine, you got 30 million ounces of silver in your market caps, five million. I'll buy 20 percent of your company. Thank you very much. I hope you have it, and we'll see where it goes. Because I'm imagining the stock can go up 20, 40, 50, 100 times." Could you get in there, baby? And, and you know what? You're reminding me of something you told everybody. I mean, at least a year ago, two years ago. I remember this came up a couple of times when people said, "You know, Eric, you've got all this information at your disposal. Do you have a better batting average than than the average person? You know, you diversify into all these different things." And you said, "What well, to remind everybody?" You said, "You said no, I don't. But I'm smart enough to know when I got a winner. I don't just bail out. You got to stick with your winners, okay?" One of the, the great things that happened to me, of course, I had a big winner from uh, 2011 to 2016, 17 in Kirkland A. Gold, which went against the grain of everything else. And it was fairly easy, by the way, and I explained it many, many times yep. in public forums, what was going on there. And I'm going to tell you, I have a deja vu all over again about silver. I see exactly what's transpiring here. It's very clear to me. Now, I get a lot of help from these other experts for sure uh and it sort of reinforces you know then if somebody comes along technically says it's going to 33 to 35 okay here we go you know my my thinking says it's going there and way beyond there so fine I, i'll play it where uh, and and you always mention too when you get a winner you keep going you don't just you know it's like the people they everybody touts tesla going from 300 to 1300 but the only people that made a thousand dollars a share is the are the ones that held it the whole time. They didn't try to trade in, trade out, trade, you know, make fifty bucks here and that kind of thing. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I could give you an example of a stock I bought probably a year ago, year and a half ago. And it was Jaguar, okay, and I paid eight and a half cents for it, and um, it was sort of on, on hard times. But I'm sitting here thinking, you know, this price of gold's going up here. They're going to get bailed out, and of course, maybe at that time it was thirteen hundred dollar gold. Now we're two thousand dollar gold uh they just reported their earnings they earned three cents u.s they're probably earning at a rate of four cents this month this quarter because the price is up uh so to make it 16 cents u.s it's a 21 cents canadian and a stock's at 67 so it's three point whatever two times or 3.2 times earnings thank you very much i'll take it and it's already gone up nine times yeah and that's that three point two times thirty. That's what can happen. Price, price is the important thing. Price generates profits. There's no cost to the price going up. That's other right. than your taxes, but at least the rate stays the same typically. So you got to get in early and you got to stay the course. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough for all of us. I mean, I see lots of volatility. I get the pains in my stomach too. But normally, if uh, if you got to figure out what should happen in the intermediate term, you'll be okay. 
I know you've got some stuff you got to do this morning, and we need to get to some of these uh, stocks that have been sent to us uh, for your discussion. But I, anything else on your sure. mind before we get there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I want to say one thing. I want to uh, quote Alistair McLeod, who wrote an article. Uh, he's with Gold Money. Yep. And I, I just want to give you his the last paragraph of his article. This man writes so well. I mean, I just love reading his stuff. Yes, he does. Um, okay, so his last paragraph says this. This being the case, a gathering stampede out of paper currencies and derivative contracts into physical bullion has just started. Unless it is somehow stopped, it will destroy paper markets and with them the banks that have benefited from them over the last 40 years. The acceleration and the destruction of fiat money will gather pace in the next few months, and anyone who spouts macroeconomic nonsense instead of acting in the face of these developments, will end up with nothing. Yeah. Man, that's a brutal, yeah, brutal conclusion. End yeah. up with nothing. Bear that in mind, folks, when you're making that choice between the stock and the physical asset. And those banks and their traders may be mean and sometimes criminal, but they're not stupid. You know, they can see what's coming. And they'll go after each other. You don't kid yourself. <laughs> well, that's true, too. One yeah. group of bankers says the other group of bankers pin down, man. Look out. Like any other group of predators, like a pack of hyenas, you know. Uh, if they're hungry and there's a herd hyena, they're going to go after the herd hyena, too. Uh, all yeah. right, my friend. I've Again, we had – thank everybody for sending in questions. We had like 70-some-odd submissions this week, and obviously uh, we can't go through all of them. But I know there's a handful here that – uh, we want to get to from Jaguar to Spanish Mountain, Discovery Metals, uh, Brixton, and even Abra Plata this week. So, Eric, I'll just let you take it from there. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of these have, uh, certainly the last three have silver in common. And uh, I, I'm, uh, so I bought, it was announced, I bought a, another piece of Abra Plata. It was announced this morning. I'm just going for the silver content down there and the likelihood that they can have a very large increase in resource. I mentioned Jaguar because it's so cheap on earnings. Uh, Spanish Mountain is a, another company that was just announced. They put a further investment in it. And I'm kind of hoping that the market, instead of focusing on the, the plan that the company has of uh, developing, I think it's about a million and a half ounce resource, maybe with the price of, of um, gold going up here, and maybe a man markets are reached, that the, the former uh, resource calculation of 10 million ounces comes back on the table. And just imagine 10 million ounces that, uh, you know, it could be worth $200 an ounce in the ground when the price of gold is 3300 at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that, that take, moves these stocks a long way. And I know it sounds incredible to think that, but that would make it worth $2 billion U.S., $2.6 billion. I'm not saying it's going there, and this is not investment advice, but if you just give yourself a little room for thinking these things can happen because you're not paying for it. You're right. not. But I wanted to mention another thing. When I'm looking for a company called Benchmark, and they said they had 57 meters of 1.9 grams of gold and 91 grams of, a, of uh, silver. Eric says, oh, 91 grams of silver, the equivalent to 1.9 grams of gold, would have grams of gold if it goes to 15 to 1. That seems like a hell of a deal to me because I think it's going to 15 to 1. And so when you're thinking about it, start converting the silver to gold. In fact, in the case of Discovery Mines, 
the billion ounce resource of silver at 15 to 1. Now, get ready for this. Is 72 million ounces of gold. Now, Craig, how many guys have 72 million ounces of gold? Phew. Like men. Yeah. Nobody. Maybe the combined Newmont Gold Corp does, but before the merger, they didn't. Barrick didn't. Gold Corp, nobody did. Nobody. It tells you what could happen. So we'll see. Yeah. What other stocks am I supposed to be talking about? Uh, Spanish Mountain and Jag. We guess we got uh, Jaguar. I got Jaguar and I got Spanish Mountain. Brixton? Well, Brixton. One of the reasons I bought it is because they had two silver plays. I actually forget. I think one's called Hog Ranch. I'm not sure that I described that property. There's another one up in Canada. Even their uh, drilling up in Canada, uh, I think it's Thorn Project, uh, had a lot of silver in it. And of course, I could go through the whole 15 to 1 thing all over again. Uh, but those things can become, any guy with silver could become incredibly valuable. So uh, that's, I'm sure, going to do better. And, you know, I had any a couple other names. Well, we had a couple questions this week, too, about um, is this you or, I mean, I, th- I don't think a lot of folks realize that you're doing all this from a laptop in your rocking chair now that you're retired. Can you just explain that to them again? <laughs> Well, you get a view. I mean, there's results come out every day. You know, Jaguar reported overnight. Uh, there's three or four other companies that would have had drill results that I cared to look at. Uh, I I actually ask help from some of my guys in the brokerage. But Eric, my question oh, my is: just, these aren't Sprott Inc. purchases you're talking about. This is just oh, you that. personally. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a difference. I mean, Sprott Inc. does uh, their own thing in terms of investing and lending and so on. And then I do my own thing. And they're, they're totally different. And okay. I know there's a lot of confusion sometimes when they say, yep. well, Sprott's a shareholder. And sometimes it's not Eric Sprott. Uh, it's Sprott Inc. Not that I'm distinguishing between the two, but I, I'm, I'm more of a, uh, a speculative buyer looking for a very, very outsized return. Yeah. Whereas most people want to tend to be a little more conservative and would much rather get the more certain return, but way lesser than what I might try to get. Right. Well, all right, we're getting late. Anything else on your mind before we wrap up? No, it's all about the silver here. And uh, the everybody should watch it. I mean, I, I do the statistics on the open interest every day and how many people are putting in new contracts to take physical delivery to COMEX and watching the ETFs every day. And, man, there's nothing that isn't working in silver. So notwithstanding, we get these days. We had one last week. We talked about it last week where silver went down by, I think it might have been three or four bucks overnight, yeah. like in a four-hour time period. And I said, you know, they're just running the stops here. And then sure enough, the silver price went right back up again. Very substantially. But yeah. the boys the boys can still play in the market in the, over the very short term. But we have to focus on the long term here. Yes. And the long term is not going to be that long. If our friends at Technical Traders are right, it could be very, very dynamic. That's absolutely right. And I, and I just I just want to tag this on as we wrap up. You know, everybody, it's fun to watch the shares and you see them move every day. And we know about the leverage and, and we get a lot of questions about it. But again, we're talking about silver going up, okay? And at the end of the day, that's what you want to have. We know with silver what you have, especially when you hold it in your own two hands or in your own safe or buried at the bottom of a lake. 
SprottMoney.com is where you get your physical silver. We'll even store it for you. We're, we're going to redo the website here soon. It's going to make it a lot faster and easier to use. So make sure you stop by SprottMoney.com. You'll find all kinds of great deals, especially on Canadian Maple Leaf Silver Coins. So be sure to stop by SprottMoney.com or just call us at 888-861-0775. Eric, I wonder what prices will be next Friday. We'll just have to see. Well, it's interesting to think that silver's gone up so much this week. And I know some people get concerned about paying the premium. You know, when you're paying the premium, which might be as much as $4 these days, uh, just to have in the back of your mind, 15 to one, $166, yeah. 75, 85, some number that says to you, I can't miss this. Yes. Said. And every ounce that you take delivery of, whether it's gold or silver, is one less ounce that the banks can use to wriggle their way off the hook. So you're contributing to the upside when you do it. Eric, my friend, thank you for your time. I hope you have a great weekend. Should be fun. All the best and uh, good uh, good luck investing to all our listeners. Yes. And from all of us at Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again next Friday. <laughs>